Each year in most of the parishes in the United States, they have what they call a mission co-op Sunday, in which a religious uh, missionary order or a foreign missionary diocese comes and speaks about their work and takes up a collection. We're grateful to uh, Bishop Gaynor for inviting the missionaries once again to the diocese and to Father Persing for his warm and gracious hospitality and receiving me into the parish. The story of Las Salette goes back to the apparition of Our Lady of La at, Las at a small village called La Salette in the Alps in southeastern France in the Diocese of Grenoble. You might recall that name from the 1968 Winter Olympics. Our Lady appeared to uh, two children there, Melanie, who was 14, and Maximum, who was 11. There was a custom in the village of the children would take turns taking everyone's cow up to the pasture for the day. So they, uh, Maximum and Nellie had, had, had done this before, but never together. So they did their job. They went around to everyone's uh, house who had a cow and drove the cows up to the pasture for the day. They had lunch, and after lunch they fell asleep. And uh, when they awoke, to their horror, the cows were gone. So they had to go look for them, but they didn't have to go far. They just went over a little knoll, and there they were in the, uh, in the pasture over the hill, uh, grazing away. And then they turned around and walked back where they had lunch, and they saw a beautiful lady sitting there, and she was crying. And she stood up, and she said to the children, Come near, my children. Do not be afraid. And she went on to talk about what Mary had talked about at so many apparitions, that uh, people had stopped uh, listening to her son's word. People weren't going to Mass on Sundays anymore. She complained that uh, they were eating meat on Fridays and the days when you weren't supposed to eat meat on Fridays. And uh, people seldom went to Mass. And so her message to them was very simple, that uh, she wanted people to be reconciled back to God and back to the church. And she said to the, uh, the closing words to the children were, make this message known to all my people. So when the day was done, the children went back to the village and they started telling their parents and what, what had happened. And uh, of course, who's going to believe two kids? But they kept telling the story anyway. They, I mean, everyone was interested, of course, and the, the parish priest, and eventually they told the story to the bishop. But every time they told the story, it was always with the same words, always the same way. And so uh, after five years, the bishop of Grenoble approved the apparition, and uh, he's the one that started the Missionaries of Lost Let in 1852. We came to the United States in 1892 when the persecution of religious uh, was heating up in France. Eventually in 1901, uh, the, all the religious priests, brothers and sisters were banned from France. And they were not allowed back in again until 1943. So we, we were very successful in the United States. We got a lot of vocations, a lot of priests, and in 1937, we answered a most difficult challenge to take up a mission in Burma, the northwest part of the country that curves around and borders uh, on India. So Father John Newman uh, and four other priests left New York Harbor in October 1937 
to go to this far-off land. It was a difficult mission, to say the least. First of all, Burmese is a very difficult language uh, to learn. It's, an, it's a tonal language. And uh, they traveled like the Apostle Paul, pretty much. They, were, they walked and took carts and boats. And they worked hard at the mission, and, and in 1941, as you know, they received some unexpected visitors. The Japanese came, and uh, the RAF uh, offered to take our priests out of, of the country, but um, uh, uh, Father Newman sent three of them home because they were not well, but the other seven stayed, and they were all put in a POW camp. Uh, one of them died in the camp, and after the war, rather than come back to the United States, they went back to their mission to uh, restore what the Japanese had destroyed. In 1966, uh, the government issued a decree that said that they weren't going to give any visas to any foreigners to reside in the country anymore. If someone was in the country and had a visa, they could stay, but if they left, they couldn't come back in again. So our priests saw the handwriting on the wall. They knew that they couldn't stay forever. They would, would not be replaced. And um, so in 1976, they made the difficult decision to leave the mission. But Bishop Newman, who by then had, had become bishop in 1962, he had ordained six priests for the Diocese of Prome, and he had one Lasselet priest, Bernard Taylor. And Father Taylor went uh, to uh, the Philippines when the, the American uh, priests left. But he came back in 1993 and found that the message of Our Lady of Lasselet was still alive and well. So he started recruiting some uh, students for the priesthood, and as a result of his efforts in those days, we have 17 priests, Lasselet priests now in Burma, in Myanmar, what it's called today, uh, including two that were just ordained this month and uh, three seminarians. While we no longer have uh, American missionaries there, we still support the mission financially, and we take great responsibility in, in caring for the mission that we began so many years ago. In 2008, we received another interesting challenge to open a mission in Haiti. Uh, one of our parishes had been twinning with a mission parish there in the northern part of the country in Cap Hacien. And uh, we didn't have any priests to send. Everyone was getting older. And, uh, but we teamed up with the Lasselet missionaries in Madagascar. French is the lingua franca there. And uh, they sent three priests, and we said, we'll support the mission financially. So as a result of our work there, today we have four seminarians who are in the novitiate. They'll be taking their vows in uh, September and then beginning their studies in theology. And then in 2015, we received another interesting challenge. Uh, the Bishop of Bukaba in northwest Tanzania wanted a religious order of priests to come to his diocese, not because he needed priests, he had plenty, but he wanted the, the special charism that a religious community that's dedicated to Mary brings to a diocese. So once again, of course, we, didn't, we were even older by then, so we didn't have anybody to send. So we teamed up with the missionaries of La Salette in the Philippines and in India 
And uh, they sent two priests each, and we said we'll support the, uh, the mission. So just about six months ago, we bought some land there uh, to build a bigger house for formation for the seminarians, because there we have uh, four students as well in the uh, novitiate will be taking their vows soon and beginning their studies in theology. And then finally, the following year, the, the general uh, superior asked us, would we help support a new mission, a new undertaking in Mozambique? It was in the Diocese of Pemba. However, um, as you may know or not, in the northern part there was Islamic rebels. And uh, about a year after we took the parish, they invaded this town where we were and drove everyone out, thousands of people. They burnt the church, the rectory, uh, the school, and the convent, and uh, sent thousands of people uh, rushing toward Pemba. So the bishop gave us another parish about uh, 30 miles from Pemba, again staffed by uh, the missionaries of Los Let from Brazil and Angola. The Portuguese is the lingua, lingua franca of uh, Mozambique, and so the two Portuguese, former Portuguese colonies uh, that we had priests in volunteered to staff that mission. So it's a very difficult uh, mission. We have, uh, through the years, risen to some very uh, difficult challenges, but we continue uh, to work in these missions, and as uh, American Lost Let's, we continue to be able to support them financially. So I want to thank you in advance for your uh, generosity. And I, I, after Mass, I'll be in the back. I have a few brochures on the operation of Lost Let, and if somebody brought, um, didn't bring, wants to give and didn't bring it today, I have uh, some envelopes that you can drop in the collection next week. So once again, thank you in advance for your generosity and for your warm welcome. Thank you.